0: Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 in Conversation, episode 107. My special guest on this episode is none other than Master Boot Record, all the way from Italy... And he is making some absolutely fantastic music. Go check it out. It's currently riding high in the Bandcamp charts and everything. Um, but the album is called Floppy Disk Drive. It is out now on Metal Blade Records. Um, it is an instrumental thrash metal album uh, with some kind of um, like chip tune demo scene stuff thrown in as well. So it falls right into my wheelhouse. And it was an absolute magnificent chat with Master Boot Record on the show. And uh yeah, I I, I I put please check it out. Um, check out the album Um, I hope you enjoy the interview like I said he is in Italy so uh, they have been going through a real tough time and they continue to do so um, as we are here but please show your support go stream it on all your music programs and all that kind of stuff Um, support the artists listen to their music it might even take you away for a little bit um, which is what, what the arts need to do but I hope you enjoy this interview I really did when it was in it it's a nice long chunky one so it should keep you uh nice and occupied for at least the next hour or so um, but yeah please enjoy this is master boot record <laughs> um, but cool. No, I was uh, like I said. Thank you for doing this, and and I really enjoy the album. Um, it is a, uh, it is a uh, what's the word? It's it's just amazing. I love that kind of crossover sound. I have a, a different radio show that that actually uh-huh. specialised in. Um, uh, sort of electronic rock, if you will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I used to do like a, a full-on like hour mix a week of bands and remixes that that kind of have that influence of sound, or just random like rock remixes people have made off SoundCloud okay. and all that kind of stuff. So. Okay. Okay. I'm like I'm surprised that's I cool. hadn't come across your stuff before.
1: So that, uh, that's cool. That's cool to hear. And uh, yeah, I mean I I've been doing like this kind of crossover since a long time, even before. Master Boot Record, actually. Yeah. I had other projects that were always about like mixing electronics and uh, rock, metal. I was before another project, I think the most revel- relevant was uh, Dope Stars Incorporated, okay. which is which is like, uh, we did like several albums, been touring a lot also, uh, started in 2002, and we have been kind of yaddo yeah, since some years uh but it's more like um industrial rock and roll yeah it's like a rock and roll metal mixed with uh like like prodigy mixed with modeling crew something like that okay
0: (laughs) now that's cool Uh, that's the kind of stuff i like so it's uh yeah yeah. maybe you want to check
1: it out yeah what was it what
0: was the name again just so i can write it down it's dope stars incorporated dope stuff i have heard of you guys (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, I have heard of that. Yeah, I Have right you that. heard of it? Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, oh, no, no. Cool. I'm sure I've got some of your music on my uh, on my hard drive right now. Actually, um, I won't go looking. Yeah, it's
1: it's but... definitely another <laughs> another kind of style compared to massive metal, which is yeah. massive metal. more like it's more metal, like. Uh, uh, it's, it's instrumental also, yes, so yeah. it's very completely different kind of thing. Yeah, yeah
0: no, it's like uh, the album's called Floppy Disk Overdrive. Just so I can get that name out there, um, <laughs> <laughs> just in case wondering people were wondering what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's out now. It's on um, on on Metal Blade Records, which um, that was uh, that was a surprise for me as well because um, normally the output of Metal Blade is uh, full on kind of like metal um, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will um, although I did have uh, one of uh, I did have one, a stand-up comedian on my show last week um, uh,
1: Don, yeah, I mean, Don Jameson I mean, so yeah yeah I mean like uh, I know it's pretty odd like for a label like Metal Blade but it, it is not actually so weird because if mm, I mean a Metal Blade has been like really open-minded I think compared to other labels and um, on this side at least with me. Yeah, uh, because they immediately understood that um, That this was metal, right? Yeah, it's like uh, Because I, I personally don't think that I'm doing electronic music. I mean, I'm doing electronic music as a as a method, mm. but I don't think I'm composing electronic music because for I'm, I've been doing electronic music before and I know what is <laughs> electronic music yes. composing and so on. I mean, I, I know exact. I listen to a lot of electronic music. I I also love uh, techno and uh, rave music, mm. acid and stuff. I mean, I, I, I really like this kind of music uh, as a whole, but I don't think that master boot is electronic at all in the composition because it's uh, master boot is is. I mean, what I do as master boot is... It's really metal. Like the composition and the riffing, the structures and everything about it is essentially metal. The only difference is that I'm not using real instruments, but I'm using uh, substitutes for these instruments. Mm. I'm using synthesizers that are Replacing the guitars, replacing the bass, replacing all these instruments that are ins- uh, typical metal or yeah. uh, metal music, but actually, if you go and check the riffing, it's essentially metal. And, um, and this is a little bit like also for chip tune, you know, because chip tune and video game music in the past. Uh, especially that on uh, Commodore 64 or Mega Drive, Nintendo and stuff, it was really metal. Yeah. Like It was uh, really like metal music, but the limitation of the chipset of the sound um, was somehow uh, making it sound, of course, electronic. But for real, if you examine these riffs, uh, these are heavy metal riff if you examine for example the riffs even of later uh, music like uh, like doom or duke Nugum yeah. or even castlevania or whatever all these tunes that i was also making in the cover cover song of they're really metal in their composition yeah so what i'm doing with muscle boot is essentially a similar kind of approach with the difference that my my synthesizers are more modern and they sound more like the real ones, like the real metal guitars and so on. But the approach is similar. It's like limiting the framework, you're uh, limiting the, the ensemble of sounds that you got. Because from the start with, that, with this project, I never changed the sounds. Like I just added maybe some new sounds, for example, in this album. There is this uh, clean guitar, which is synthesized too, uh, that was not in the albums before. But the core of the sound is still the synth guitar, the Mm. bass guitar, the drums and, you know, and this uh, cheap tune lead that is making all the voices basically and these pads uh, and all this stuff, but they are always the same sounds. And this is like a concept of chip tune. It's like the limitation that, uh, that forces you to focus more on composition. It's like a low resolution i imagination it's like with the pixel art you know yeah, yeah. pixel art is like low resolution graphics so it forces you to stay in a limited framework and in some way i think it's more artistic in a way because uh realism like for example in video games today is it art anymore like i i mean of course it's art but <laughs> is it uh, is it uh, excessive realism art anyway? Yeah. Um, uh, this uh, what I what I mean is like uh, that in a way like low resolution of pixel art, for example, it's some way more similar to painting, you know? Yeah. And and this is like the same for the music, like, you know, there I was doing like uh, an interview recently with that Reverie, and I was saying similar thing like. Uh, there are essentially two type of schools right now. There is one school that is like uh, uh, of the modern metal. Everybody's going to the same producers. Everybody's got this metal sound that is yeah. exactly the same for all the metal bands, right? Yeah. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, you can take Sepultura or you can take, I don't know, another genre. I just mentioned it. One band, or I don't know they all sound the same yeah right they the the sound is uniformed because it sounds good, of course, but the drums are the same, the guitar sound is the same, and so on. then there is another school which is um also for example, in electronic, like uh, having a lot of different sounds, like yeah. in, in electronic music, it's like every song has a different sound, every song has five. 10 sounds are all different. But I think both in uh, these tactics or strategies, uh, you just become generic. Right? If you have so many sounds, then I can't recognize your sound. If you have always the same sound, it's the same problem. So what I did with massive triggers was like, okay, I found my sound and I keep going on with it. And and that's pretty much yeah. uh, why I try to focus on the composition rather than focusing on the production, even though, of course, I'm into production a lot. I've been mixing to my stuff since a long time, producing my stuff since a long time. And also before, when I was saying to you, like I had this project before, Source Incorporated, mm. this project, we had a lot of different sounds. Yeah. Like uh, every album, I was looking for new sounds, n- new synthesizers, new bass lines, sounds, fancy sounds, and all this kind of stuff. But at the point, uh, it's not so relevant anymore because you focus too much on the sound and you don't focus on what really matters, mm. which is the the melody, the rhythm, the composition, which is pretty much what happens with classical music, right? Yeah. Classical yeah. music is like uh, the same. You have a piano, and you write for piano. You have an ensemble of of four pieces. You write for four pieces. You have an orchestra, and you write for orchestra. But the instruments are fixed, and it, it doesn't matter if that orchestra is uh, amplified in a in a way or another. Right? You know, like like with all these. Uh, uh, all this masturbation about this amplifier or that amplifier or that guitar or that other guitar or the the pickups and the, and the different pickups and different chords and different this and different pickup and different and then well different 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 for what if what really matters is the music anyway yeah so that's I think I no I mean that. that's, that's,
0: that's, that's yeah, all whatever. true it's all true I mean I've I've witnessed first hand I was in a band when I was younger and I've witnessed first hand musicians going through those phases of needing more needing more like yeah guitarists and I've been, having I've been through those phases that,
1: that, too I've yeah. been through all those phases too uh, I was into this stuff myself yeah so, uh, I understand it entirely I mean I was, I was I'm an nerd I'm a nerd so I'm I'm into this kind of stuff a lot. Yes. And I do this on all fields, also for computers, also for other kind of stuff, like you know, crazy stuff. But yeah. you no. Know, but at that point you realize that uh, there are some stuff that is more relevant than others. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's pretty much what I want to say.
0: No, 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 that's, that's all good. That's all good. I was, um, no, I was just when you were talking that I was just like going through like, yeah, I've been through that. I've been through that. I've done that myself. <laughs> and when you start, when you started off with it with talking about like the various like produ- how certain producers sound the same and how the bands kind of follow that trend, even back when when I was like, uh, this is sort of almost twenty years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 everyone went to this one particular. I'm not going to name names. Went to this one particular studio with one particular engineer and they did all come out sounding the same because the engineer didn't want to use any different like guitar heads or 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 like like you know just amplification stuff like that to get that sound so a lot of the bands that had kind of a, a unique kind of sound to them originally through demos and and like ep releases went to this like big producer and ended up sounding like every band that kind of went through there yeah and it kind of yeah, it yeah. killed a lot of them to be honest with you not 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 like massively, a lot of them' are still going now, but you know that that particular album could have been something different than everything else out there, but it ended up being like everything else out there, like sounding
1: yeah um, yeah, and this is also why sometimes old records are more interesting than new records, like for example, you take some shitty old record, like shitty in a mother of production, i yeah, mean yeah uh and uh, I mean, you just take Ramon's like I mean, it's the worst possible production ever. Like I, I, among of the worst. Like for example, this this album of Ramon's where you have the bass on the right and the guitar on the left mm. or something like that. But still, it's fucking great record. Yeah. Like I, I mean, it's it doesn't matter. Like or you take uh, early Black Sabbath albums or early Led Zeppelin. I mean, I mean in a matter of production, you can't compare with the modern ones. No. You, you can't even compare it like, because it's just so weak and so little the sound is so small and uh, but still they are great songs so yeah. so this is what all mother and sometimes it's even uh, that those sounds uh, are more uh, uh, more peculiar like uh, you take for example the early metallic albums. Yeah. and they had their own sound like you take ride the lightning for example mm-hmm. like it's such a specific sound yeah that but even like injustice for all that everybody hates you know <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't have the bass. yeah i mean it's got its own sound if you hear another album that everybody hates like for example like uh, roots of Sepultura, right yeah uh or even chaos CD. like I, mean, I remember people hating on this album right it's, it's crazy times <laughs> <laughs> but Still, they have their own sound, right? Uh, If you take like, for example, another hum that everybody hates, like uh, without a fucking reason, this is the most uh, uh, crazy thing I never understand, is the sound of perseverance of death. I don't understand why people hate that album so much. Like it's is one of my favorite album of metal ever. Like it's like, a, it's like a, I think this is, that was the last CD I bought or vinyl or CD I can remember. Because after that, I think I stopped, like I, I kind of started to be really depressed about heavy metal, you know? Like after 90, it was 95, 97, I can't remember. Mm probably earlier or something like that um but yeah you know it has a specific uh t- timber uh sound and uh, i don't know attitude whatever right now everything is the same like it's just like uh it's just like all computer music like so in the end what i do uh, at least it's uh uh sincere right yeah because, uh, because I mean like the other bands like our metal bands like nowadays modern bands they're like oh we are recording this and that we spend six months in studio whatever and then in the end it sounds so fake yeah and it's all triggered and it's all edited and it's all so quantized right yeah there's no
0: natural rhythm to it or anything
1: yeah yeah I mean there's no another. yeah and so why should my music be different anyway. Like I am I, quantized by default. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm quantized like <laughs> for the essence of the armor. It's all MIDI. There is nothing real, nothing is real. So yeah, it, it's just, uh, I mean, I, I'm not criticizing anybody that is doing that, this or that. Uh, they, everybody is doing music in their way, in their way. Uh, I'm just saying uh, this is a uh, matter of uh, meditation. Yeah. about what we're doing where we want to go with the music and so on
0: cool huh? cool yeah uh, um, what was the other, what was, talked about something a moment ago and it's just completely skipped my mind but uh, <laughs> we'll go on to the next bit um it's fine uh so uh, do you plan to sort of um bring this into a sort of live setting are you planning on any kind of live shows or is this purely sort of a, a studio
1: um release yeah. No, no, I, I you. we already did uh, live shows. Oh, okay, uh, we, we didn't do a lot of live shows because I'm. I'm uh, just an aramid or something like that. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, you know, I've been doing a lot of live shows in the past. Then I got old and grumpy, and I started <laughs> to be like, I don't want to make live show anymore. I'm just fucking tired. <laughs> and I am just 40 years older oh, okay. now. And just consider, like, I'm not even old. Uh, Sorry, I just turned
0: 40 old. a couple of weeks ago, so
1: yeah I mean uh, so maybe you feel you feel me yeah
0: yeah no I know (laughs) exactly where you're at but you know
1: so so when I was uh, when I was starting this project it was just like project uh, that I thought okay I'll just make albums and stuff and I don't want to play live and so on but then you know at certain point I thought but it would be very nice to bring this live because because I'm a an nerd and I wanna hear how it sound live myself, right? You know, yeah. mixing these things live and so on. So, uh, and then there was a, a a big dilemma. The big dilemma was, uh, what i am gonna do? Like, of course, uh, the last thing I would do ever is would be. Uh, to just, you know, bring a laptop and play this stuff of Jesus <laughs> would be fucking ridiculous. Even even though it's practically what most DJs do or whatever, yeah. Synthwave or what they want to call it, uh, Dark Synth or whatever. Pretending that the, the, they are playing uh, some keyboard but it's not even connected. Or maybe they are playing some pad or on the top of the playbacks or something yeah. like that. So, you know. so uh, I didn't want that. Uh, so uh, the first step was to find a drummer, of course. Yeah. And I found I found a, a great drummer because he's a drummer of Idios Divinity. I don't I don't know if you know them. Is a death metal band. Okay. From Italy, they are signed with Century Media. Okay. And uh, this drummer is also playing in Nero, Nero Di Marte, which is signed with Seasonal Mist. Seasonal Mist. And uh, he's playing also in other projects and so on. So he he's on to also Metal Blade with me. So he just missed another band in Nuclear Blast, and then it's bingo. I was gonna <laughs> but, say, to
0: <it's> have <laughs> the full house there, <laughs> <isn't> he?
1: <laughs> I don't know what else, what other lovers are around because I'm not not really <laughs> informed right now. But I think it's pretty much all them. Um, uh, that being said, um, and, and then there was a, I'm a guitarist. Right. Yeah. So, and I'm not a lead guitarist, of course, and a, at least not at the level of the composition I do because they are crazy. Uh, <laughs> so, what I thought at the same time, the dilemma was I didn't want to destroy the sound because you know these scenes, these parts are so quantized and the sound is so peculiar that sounds like a floppy disk reading, uh, sounds like an angry printer printing, you know, yeah. like ja, 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 ja. And I didn't want to lose that part. And besides, all the chip tune parts are impossible to play. Like I mean, uh, even wanting Like some parts are really impossible. I mean, there are some parts that are absolutely insane. Yeah. Like in the, the, the the there's even not only for the speed, but for the positions. Yeah. Because like I I, I never use up arpeggios. So all the scales, all the um, arpeggios. Are not in a in a fixed scale. There are like uh, there are a lot of variation in the mid, in the between. And if you try to make it with the guitar, uh, they are in impossible positions. Okay. So it's like uh, it's it's not something a guitarist would would do. Yeah. Um. So the first live shows, what I did was like okay, I, I'm sending all this in the sequencers, like you know as backtracks without the drums, and I was. Uh, playing the, the rhythm guitars over it. So I was doing all the riffs, mm. adding some harmonies and stuff, maybe doing something different, some parts. And this was very cool. Like the sound's very big because uh, mixing together the the um, synthesizer guitar and bass uh, with the real one. Uh, it lets you add those uh, techniques that you can't do with the synth. Like for example, like palm muting, Or maybe, you know, like uh, banding, this kind of stuff. You can't do that with the synths. I mean, you can do it, but it sounds weird. Um, So this was adding more and more. But then there was still, you know, those nerds out there that (laughs) were like, fuck uh, yeah but you're not playing the lead guitar or whatever you know because they're fucking nerds and they want to have Joe Sadriani on stage or uh-huh. something like that <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I was like guys uh, what the fuck where do I find I cannot find the Joe adriani here in Rome <laughs> uh, uh, I had to find somebody that is close to me I, I can just go play with somebody in the, in the United States or whatever or you know, it's it's impossible. Mm. Uh, but then in the end, after some times, uh, it was like some people were telling me, I hey, checked these guys out. And uh, I checked this guy, and he's a 20-year-old guy. And he's a fucking crazy machine. And I was like, uh, okay, let's try. He <laughs> <It> was <laughs> he was a fan. He was, was a big fan of what I was doing. And he asked me, the MIDI, for for some of the songs uh, as a challenge to to see if he could play them yeah and I, I was like okay let's see and he did it oh wow and I was and I was like what the <laughs> like that this dude is uh, this dude is playing guitar like from morning to evening and it's 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 crazy like I don't know I never seen anybody like him and uh, and so he, he joined the band nice. and uh, and now we are three people of course we are four because there is the computer yeah. Uh, the computer is, is actually the lead. Uh, of course, um, we still keep the computer. Yeah. Uh, we play over it because it doesn't make sense to remove it entirely because otherwise the sound will completely change. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, playing a lot of the solos at unison. Sometimes it's also uh, harmonizing the solos or making different parts, you know, even adding some parts. So this is our our live sh- uh, would have been if uh, the tour wasn't cancelled yes I was going to anyway. say
0: yeah because that was one of <laughs> yes. my questions like, I didn't even think when I wrote down the question like you're planning to tour and I'm like no one can fucking yeah. tour right now so
1: <laughs> it's a stupid yeah question. it was like uh, <laughs> I was like planning that there was a tour planned for July in the US in the United States yep I mean it was still in the works and, uh, yeah. we were lucky because it was still in the works alright we didn't announce it even. Yeah. and then there was another tour planned for septem- September in Europe Okay. but at this point we just uh, cancelled everything and yeah. uh, we have a couple of um, festivals uh, for this summer and another in October but at this point I don't know if they are going to happen or they are going to be cancelled it's, it's it's very complicated yeah
0: well whenever you come over to the uk i'm definitely coming along because um like i said i love i love the album i'm loving the stuff you do and i want to hear it live um mm-hmm. i saw um i don't you probably wear the algorithm um got yes France. yes uh renee
1: i know um, i know him personally
0: He's oh, a okay cool um, yeah, yeah. i've been a fan of his for a while as well and and i've seen them live it's just him and a drummer um and that was mm-hmm. like in london and that was fantastic that was like you know complete craziness but
1: yeah yeah the yeah. algorithm is uh remy is, is a very talented guitarist a very talented composer mm. uh their life is very cool we were playing together actually in paris oh really yes we oh. were uh, we, at, at the moment we did actually uh, we did a show in london yeah and the, uh, the camden underworld then we did a show in paris with the algorithm uh, then we did a show in Rennes for a Stumpfest festival, a video game festival. And then we did a festival in Italy at Frantic, which is a big metal festival. There was also on that and other bands like that. It was great. And then we did a a show in Helsinki. And and, and that is all. Like we were supposed to play Moscow uh, these days, but of course, uh, like a week ago, but it was cancelled, because otherwise we would be detained forever in Russia. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, and then, uh, yeah, because you know, they, of course they put, like, that if you were coming from Italy you had to do the, the quarantine thing, and if you yeah. don't do it, you're detained. And, it, and this is uh, absolutely right, I think, because I think, I mean, just a little parenthesis on this, like, I think that every band in the world should consider canceling their shows right now.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, there's no place where you can do a show because it would be really irresponsible to play any show right now in any part of the world. Yeah. To be honest, I understand that this is a this is an extreme thing and it, this is uh, having an impact on everybody yeah uh, but the the risk that there is a, a stake for your fans is too big
0: yeah no it definitely is i mean i've 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 had um all my because i dj as well um out and i've got a few nights like every month that i do and uh yeah they've all been cancelled for the foreseeable just purely on the basis that it's just not safe you know there were a few that were still going ahead up until like yeah. yesterday and I was like why
1: <laughs> yeah I mean uh, it's really I don't I, I understand from 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 one point of view like from one side that it should be very complicated for the bands very complicated for the agents for the booking agencies for the clubs uh, everything involved but just imagine you know, then all the people that just lost their job yeah like, I mean all the people that are dying yeah, and all the people that have their parents that are dying, and I mean, it's it's crazy. Like, yeah, it's absolutely. Uh, of course, it's absolutely crazy for everybody. And uh, you know, uh, this this other thing that I i seen doing from some bands, and I don't, I don't, I really can't can't approve this thing like. Uh, I understand that you you got your tour canceled, you got your thing canceled whatever, but you can't ask money to the people in this moment. Like I've seen like people, bands making crowdfunding to because they lost money for the tour that was canceled, but I mean like everybody's losing money right now. Yeah. Like uh, in fact when I was releasing this album it was like uh, I was making a statement about this a few days before uh, because I felt almost ashamed, you know, like to to release the album. Mm. Because if it's like uh if it's like you're asking to buy the ammo, right yeah, and this is uh and this is really really hard, like it's really complicated uh it, it's it's a very complicated feeling and so it was like just in a in statement I was saying like just what really matters is just you listen to the ammo, right it just Spread yeah. the word about the album. I don't yeah. care if you if you buy it or not. I, I really don't care. Like uh, what I, what I want is just that the music get out and spread uh, all over the world. Yeah. That that is the only reason why I'm doing music after all. Like this is the the main reason why every anybody should do music in the world uh, anyway yeah and uh, and I was surprised that regardless of this like uh, everybody supported me even more like uh, I mean it, it's crazy if you think that my album went to the number two of general charts in band camp on Friday mm. and on Friday the entire planet gathered on band camp yeah to support the artist and I, I don't know like uh, this makes me feel uh, it is crazy for me to to process i guess i'm literally the most supported artist <laughs> in the world right now like say uh, and it, it gives me a lot of hope that's what i want to say it's, it gives me a lot of hope and uh, it makes me feel really uh, supported and in this moments where my country is facing a, a tragic destiny yeah i'm sure that it, uh, that is gonna happen also in other countries. This is not something that is happening in Italy. Uh, only it's happening everywhere, it's gonna happen everywhere, and maybe in some countries it will be even worse because, because of the different situation. Uh, for example, I'm very worried for the USA. It's yeah. uh, it's very worrying situation, and I hope that all my friends over there are safe and i hope that uh, anyway yeah, no that's no, right i've got a lot of friends it, over there as well so yeah I'm just uh getting transported a little bit right now uh, but <laughs> um yeah i mean um it's a complicated situation and we i think we should all support each other regardless of what we're doing because i mean uh in a way we the artists are more lucky than others yeah because uh because people still want art, a lot. They still need, they still need it. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and maybe even more than before, at least this is what I learned from from the response to my album. Uh, and it was great to hear a lot of people saying like uh, that, the music is giving them the strength to face in this situation, to cope with reality and the stuff. And uh, I think it's very important. So in a way, the artist uh, can still make music. Uh, but if you are uh, if you are somebody that lost your job and you had to stay at home, then you can't do it. You can't work. Mm-hmm. Yes, we we maybe have lost touring. But we didn't lose the music, we didn't lose the possibility to do our job, because it's not only about the money. No, it's never about the money, to be honest. It's also about yourself, your life. What you're going to do, you stay at home, you can't do what what you've been doing in your life, you can keep doing it. We at least can keep doing it. Yeah. With the artist, I mean, if you're an artist, you can keep doing music, and uh, I think I can relate to this because you know, when I, if I were in a situation I could not do music anymore, which is, is which is what I live for, right? Mm-hmm. Not what makes me live; it's what I live for. Like it's it's what uh, it's my it's my passion, it's my work, it's my job, it's my life, yeah. right? I, let's see, for example, I was doing another job, and now I can't do it anymore right i, I it would make me go crazy yeah so in a way we the artists i think we are more lagging than others and uh well that that is all i don't know i just uh i just hope that this nightmare ends as soon as possible
0: yeah no same here same here but uh, and like i say as like you know as an artist and as you're an artist it's 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 giving people something like you say you've had feedback from your from your like music people saying it's helping them get through various things and stuff which is which is what art is supposed to do it's supposed to be a distraction it's supposed to be something to stimulate something to yeah you know uh just give 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 hope really because in any sort of times of um of hardship and stuff it's always music that kind of comes out of it or the mm. or art that comes out of it as well if you go back far enough but there's always like songs that were big during wartime there's songs that were big during yes you know depressions and and things like that and it's yeah. the song that gives people the hope it gives people that kind of like that uplift they need yeah. um for some people yeah. they can't make that music but the music that you make can make that difference to them you know you can you can scratch that creative itch whereas you know their their job might be you know something a bit more manual something a bit more um you know yeah you know just like delivery drivers stuff like that all these people that have lost jobs like people in stores and things like that but yeah. suddenly their store because it's not making money let you go because they can't afford to pay you while this thing goes on um you know and it's just like during that time of hardship it is things like this it's like i know from my my sort of like podcast that i released this on that people listen mm. to it and it's a distraction for them for however long the podcast is for you know yeah. and and it's just that escape i mean i use podcasts as, a, as an escape as well i listen to various other ones i use music as an escape you know and I i, I also dj and i use that as an escape but i'm also doing yeah. that to other people as well like helping them get through it like when i'm djing in the club they're dancing they're not thinking about their day they're just having a good time yes yes
1: yeah and also I you know i'm also doing video games you know i don't know if you if you know that i'm I'm working on a video game which is an adventure game which is actually also why i started this project in first place because um, i wanted to make a project for creating the music for the video game in first place um and i think yeah also video games have a big role in this in this moment our history because yeah. i mean what are people supposed to do if not playing video games uh, or listening to music reading a book or watching tv or watching movies or whatever soon movies won't <laughs> be produced anymore yeah right uh, but music can still go on games can still go on yeah it's it's very complicated like
0: yeah no, I mean I've been I've been playing video games since I've thankfully my work is kind of like they're paying me to go mm-hmm. home. So I don't I don't have any like like sort of major kind of like issues like on that front because of this. Um but I'm like to cuz I'm supposed to, I I'm used to being occupied during the day. Um mm-hmm working for this company and i'm i'm like trying to distract myself with video games and Uh i've got kids as well so now they're home i've got to make sure that they do (coughs) the work that the teachers set for them um but also you know letting them have that kind of like downtime because they're not really going out anywhere you know they'll go out in the back garden but they can't go out the front they can't play with their friends Right now, mm-hmm. um, so video games is a way for them to communicate with their friends. Yeah, so they're playing. They're playing things like Minecraft, Roblox. Yeah, you know all we the games. We are gonna love.
1: be. Ne- we are gonna become nerds. Oh yes, and
0: it will be glorious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> be glorious. Uh, this is, I mean, like playing video game at home uh, was basically my childhood. Yeah, <laughs> like, same here. I mean, of course, of course, I was. Also going to play with my friends and so on. And uh, often I was playing video games together with my cousin, with my brother, and so on. But yeah, I mean, uh, it is important that all these things keep up because otherwise, uh, otherwise, because mind health, mind, mind sanity is uh, is very important right now. Yeah. Like if people go crazy, it's gonna be a disaster. And I, I hope that what the artists do and uh, at all levels different fields and so on it's going to help some way for people to cope. Of course we uh, the main thing would be that we will find a solution for this. Everybody goes back to their job and uh, because otherwise it's going to be I don't know I don't even want to think about it Mm. I've been stressed for over two months right now because everybody I was trying to convince them already a long ago nobody wanted to listen to me like they were thinking I'm some lunatic because <laughs> uh, you know like you're a tinfoil hat whatever conspiracy yeah. uh, crazy guy <laughs> and I was like look at what is happening in China like, can't you see what's happening in China can't you see what's happening in Korea and then can't you see what's happening in Singapore and then can't you see what's happening in Iran and then can't you see what's happening in Italy yeah. and even right now there's still people here they don't believe it
0: it's it's madness there's I mean there's loads of people here that don't and it's it's driving me insane it's
1: it's crazy it's like, and, and you know what's <laughs> driving me crazy it's like I see like in the countries that are behind us right, right, right now we, we are for example like two weeks be uh, two weeks ahead of yeah. UK or maybe two, two weeks ahead of France right yeah maybe three weeks ahead of USA, maybe less. Uh, and I see the same things happening, the same fake news, the same, uh, even the same mammoths, mm. like yeah, the same uh, kind of discussion, like uh, it's just a flu, uh, yeah, only the elders die, and then it's like, uh, ah if you keep the breath for 10 seconds, you can figure out if you have COVID, and then there is the other news, like, uh, I don't know, some other stupid thing that was going around, like the the cats and the dogs gives you COVID, uh, yeah. or, and then, and then it is like, uh, uh, the mask doesn't work. Yeah. And then, the, was... and then like, it is, it's all over the same pattern. Yeah. Like, it's all the same fucking things that are happening, yeah. like, for every country, like, it's like faces, little faces everybody have to cope with and, it's crazy yeah. like I, I can't believe it and, I, and i'm there like at a certain point in social media i stopped writing because it's repeating all the same stuff to the same people like different people but the same mindset and then there's still the guy that think that it's a conspiracy that is not happening uh, or make a post like uh, is there anybody that knows anybody that's got covid or something that's the exactly internet?
0: the one i keep hearing yeah. what the, the the
1: fucking hell can, can, <laughs> can you fucking see in the fucking tv like for <laughs> a fucking president on tv saying that this is happening do you think that he's just doing it for fun i'm i'm laughing at this because it's crazy but yeah. it's not it's, it's desperate and it's, it's, it's so fucking yeah no it's
0: messed up it's messed yeah. up
1: yeah, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. So, I've got a couple of uh a couple of questions left for you, uh and then I can uh, let you get on with your day. Uh if that's all right. But one of them is cuz you are a, a like a, a gear nerd, a music nerd, and I love to hear what people's favorite um yeah. like uh DAW is or um like their favorite synth or anything like that. So, what what's your favorite like equipment that you like to use?
1: Well, I, I don't have any equipment. Like I have a computer. Well, that's why. I... any plugins anything like that. Yeah. Okay. I all right. in the past I was like using a lot of different plugins and stuff. Right? Yeah. You know, I was also working in different studios and they had different different devs, plugins and so on. Um. For this project, uh, I was going minimal also on this side. And essentially, what I'm using right now is Cubase. Okay. For, uh, for 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 you know for the midi and stuff for, for sequencing like like a dab yeah around the workstation and um i'm not using any external plugin like uh, okay. equalizer or whatever' just using the code base q base ones okay and uh um, and as a synthesizer, I'm using only one synth, which is a VST synthesizer. It's called uh, Massive from oh, yeah. Native Native Instrument. Yeah. And then essentially all the sounds are done done with that one. Plus uh, for the guitar, I'm using like a, it goes through a, an amp emulator. Okay. From Cubase, uh, the one of Cubase, and then it goes into a quadrifax distortion, and then there's like. Uh, Equalizer and you know this yeah. simple stuff. And uh, um, uh, for the drums in this album, I was using uh, uh, two layers of drums. Like uh, uh, one drum was simply the the groove agent of Cubase, yeah. Uh, with some samples I have, uh, most of them are from 99 Sound. It's very standard standard samples, mm. and then they are mixed with a layer of uh, addictive drums too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mostly for the symbols and uh, to add the kick and snare, thumbs, whatever. And uh, right now for the bonus track, because the the album has got also a bonus track, I, I think. The, I will tell you later about this. <laughs> it's a bit complicated. Um, uh, now I'm using uh, Superior Drummer. Okay. Superior Drummer 3 because uh, TuneTrack was sending me as a gift. Uh, True Metal Blade courtesy of them okay. uh, and it's very nice uh, and I was using that on the bonus track okay. because the bonus track is something I was finishing these days and um, from the other project I have Cajun Church I don't know if you're aware of that like I have another sister project which is essentially like master boot record mm. but it doesn't have like the chip tune okay doesn't have the uh, the pads and stuff, and then it, it has only piano and the pipe organ. Okay, right. But it, it's synth metal. Yeah. But the lead is the piano and the and the pipe organ. But essentially, is the same. Like it's like Master Butrago but with two, with this different different ensemble. Like okay. like I was saying before, like it's uh, it's like if I'm playing with a different ensemble, right? Yeah. But it it, it's, it is of course more baroque, more uh, classical. There's a lot of piano parts and stuff, very complicated, probably more complicated than uh, the Master boot mm. As for the um, the bonus track I was about to say, like uh, there's a bonus track in the album, but this track you have to win by solving the puzzle in the album, okay. there is a puzzle inside each of my album. I'm making crypto puzzles you know with cryptography and stuff yes, yeah and um this is a quite easy one, actually. I was uh, really trying to be <laughs> to be a good guy this time because everybody was <laughs> complaining at me a, uh, this time it's very easy so the last time was very complicated like last time I was setting up a server. Okay. Uh, an entire server yeah which has like uh mail server like pop3 and smtp then it's got like a bbs you know what is a bbs? Uh um, bbs is like bulletin board system. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know like the text uh, televideo text uh, kind yes. of like yeah. you know but it was like before the internet. And then there is a golfer server which I think you don't know what is it. No. Gopher, it was like before HTTP. Okay. It was uh, like before World Wide Web. It was another protocol, okay. like, uh, mostly text text uh, and image. Uh, and then there is an ERC server, which is a chat server. You know ERC? Yes, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think you you do. Yeah, yeah, you're same age as me. And, and basically there are these servers, and then, and then you have clues in each of the server. So there is like maybe a clue into the FTP server or a clue into the HTTP server in the gopher server. There is a clue and then there is like maybe some base 64 that you have converted, it's an image with a with a photo of me with a password that is the password for the email and uh, you know and then from the email there's an email game that with an auto answer that you have to write back and it gets an answer you anyway, know all this to find um, different strings to decrypt crypt um, a full crypto that gives you a code word mm. and you send me this code word and it send you two bonus tracks ah. this oh. is the, the one before this one yeah. this the, the new one instead is it's, it's much simpler it's just like a poem a riddle that you have to find it's a logic puzzle you know I really like to make puzzles in fact that's why I'm making adventure games I
0: was going to say you're making a video game are not you it's a... yeah yeah the, the, the,
1: of course the video game is, it doesn't have this kind of crazy puzzle I swear it's more like Monkey <laughs> Island you remember yeah yeah no I still it's play more, that uh, so. yeah it's like Monkey Island uh, Indiana Jones like Zack McRaggan Uh, Sam and Max you know this kind of stuff is very funny game it's cyberpunk whatever uh, futuristic whatever but it's very funny and uh, it will be out on 12th of May hopefully if uh, the third world war will not start (laughs) and uh, (laughs) I hope so Uh, yeah that is
0: all cool cool so um. a couple more and I'll let you go (laughs) Um, uh, what are your um, three top albums that you can kind of like pinpoint and say that that really define the kind of musician that you are now
1: three top albums of every genre or or any any genre yeah Uh, well let me think Uh, it's very complicated what you're asking but probably (laughs) uh, (laughs) Right the lightning. Okay. Uh let Zeppelin 4. Nice. Uh, probably the sound of perseverance or human of death. Sound of perseverance. Cool. Yeah.
0: So I like to write these so I like to go back and listen to them.
1: Yeah, so. I mean like it's it's hard to say. I could say anything from the bash mode or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's very complicated I, I, but I think that uh in a way this this album is uh, probably my favorite like yes it's uh cool. Metallica is, is one of my favorite band anyway <laughs> it's it, that's clear i think from the <laughs> composition <laughs> but uh, you know uh, Metallica and death but also subtlety like it's among my favorite favorite artists, uh, Megadeth, of course. But now, you know, you just say three, so I, I will start to mention a lot of bands. Yeah. I, I listen to a lot of to a lot of bands, a lot of music. And uh, of course, I didn't mention uh, classical music because it's not albums. Mm. But uh, for sure, something from Beethoven or uh, Bach will do the job. Yeah. Uh, I listen to a lot of classical music but of course you know this project is more like uh, coming back to my roots because when I was like a a teenager uh, I was basically listening to classical music and thrash metal and death metal. Mm. Uh, When I was like 12 uh, until like you know like 22 or something like that yeah uh, Then around the the 20s, I switched into more electronic music, like, uh, you know, industrial techno Mm. synth, synth music in general in, in, in more, you know, like from prodigy to Rammstein to, I don't know, everything like, uh, uh, In electronic music, from also a lot of dark wave, like the Cure, yeah. Bauhaus, Christian Death, whatever, Joy Division, uh, and so on. I've been listening to a lot of music, also a lot of punk music, actually. Cool. Uh, you know, and then I had also my phase with new metal, you know, hip hop, new metal when I was like in like the late, uh, the early 2000, you know, like a Korn whatever. Yep uh on deftones especially yeah. So you know i was i think i was lucky because i was growing up in, in a time frame where everything happened yeah. like from from the 80s when i was a kid with a ch- and of course cheap tuner you know like music from the games because you remember when i was uh when you were i don't know if you had a combo 64 uh i didn't i had a spectrum yeah, the spectrum. Anyway,
0: yeah, the spectrum. So,
1: um, one of the biggest influences in uh, this project is coming from uh, from uh, early chiptune and, of course, demo scene and crack music. You know the crack music. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, my my, mail, my label before. Uh, which is the label I still work with because of course I did an album with Metal Blade but I'm still working with other labels Um, the label that has got most of my albums is Dada Airlines Uh, and they are the guys from Razor 1911 okay Uh, the crack group actually the demo division of Razor Um, and um, that has been a big influence in me like uh uh, because this kind of music from the intros of the crack throws till, you know, the so-called loaders in the Commodore 64, when you were playing the cassette, uh, you would uh, wait for the cassette to load. Yeah. And then you had some music, like the ocean loaders. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. There was this ocean logo appearing, and then there was, like, the the, the image of the game appearing, like Rambo or Robocop, whatever. And uh, this loading music from, uh, especially from Martin Galway, Jeron Tell or, uh, you know, Ben Daglish and so on, uh, they really, really were hard-coded in my childhood, right? When I was a child, like I was eight years old, 10 years old, and, cause, and, so, and so on. Then when I was 12, there was the Trash Metal. Yeah. Then a little later, Death Metal, With uh, when I discovered Sepultura, with Binia the Remains, I think, uh, or maybe it was Rice, I can't remember. <laughs> and then uh, and then again, and, and then technical death metal, whatever, like Death, and so on. A little bit of black metal, not being a big fan of extreme metal, ever. Like, you know, too much extreme metal. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, electronic music and so on. So it, it, I've been listening to a lot of stuff, but then, for a long time before master boot Record, i i was actually when i was a, a teenager i had a band and we were playing you know uh in the garage and playing metal cover songs and um maybe writing some song over on our own like trash metal like but actually before master boot Record, i was never composing heavy metal okay i was always i was always composing like uh industrial, uh, electronic, uh, metal mixed with electronic, rock mixed with electronic, but never real metal, like, you know, heavy metal, like trash metal or Mm. death metal, even though that was music I was listening a lot to. But that was because after the 20s, I didn't listen much to metal anymore because the metal was kind of dead for me, right? You know, it's, I mean, the old school metal, at least, I, I didn't like much the much of the metal coming in the recent 10 years, for example, right? So yeah. I, I didn't produce much on this, in this time. But then, uh, I don't know, for some nostalgia, for when you become older and then you start to listen again to to all this metal, but since some time now. Um, I, I, I came back to the chiptune music, I came back to the demo scene music, and I came back to heavy metal. Mm. And and that's where, when I created Master Boot Record, and that's when I started to write heavy metal music for the first time. So it's kind of weird, right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like uh, for me, it was weird too. Yeah. I, I never thought that, for example, I would be able to write uh, such complex, uh, complicated like uh, solos or whatever. I, I didn't know that I could be able to do that. But something happened. I don't know. Uh, it's just like uh, you know, you you never know un, uh, until you try.
0: Yeah, that's uh, exactly uh, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and it just happened. Uh, I can't. I can't really know. It's like it's like if some spell, like spellware, that <laughs> to me, like uh, some mix of hardware and magic. Yeah. That as as some somehow enchanted my my computer and it started, <laughs> <laughs> it started to write the thing. Uh, and I, I have no role in all this, probably. <laughs> but but I can tell that I changed my computer recently and and, and nothing happened, so it still <laughs> worked. <laughs> so it was... But I still kept my co- old computer anyway. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, you know, computers are uh, a strange machine. They can be very, very, very... Uh, very jealous and yes. uh, get pissed off and yes. stuff, you know. Yeah. Yes, so I, it's, it's there. <laughs> and I don't touch it, and sometimes I I switch it on. Just do it. <laughs> just say I'm still here. I'm still here. It's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that's cool. I mean, going back to your like your setup part, I, I was just like I I like the way you've kind of kept it simple in that respect, as in mm-hmm. like kept it to the computer, kept it to a lot of the native plugins, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, using things like Massive, which I'm a, I'm am a fan of as well. I like that program. Um, yeah, but like and just it keeping to- it condensed. That's what I like about it because I've 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 interviewed. A few other electronic artists in the um, past—I think you probably heard them—Cell Dweller, um, uh, uh, Blue Starley. These are American guys, Um, Uh but but they've got full kind of like analog synthesizer setups that look like they've got like a spaceship in their room, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know very well. (laughs) It's kind of weird for me. I mean, I mean, everybody's uh, is doing its own thing in their own way. But it's exactly the opposite of what I'm doing actually, <laughs> because I I focus more on writing uh, on composition and keep it in simple. But you know, keeping it simple is also like you know less is more sometimes. Yeah. And um, besides, another good thing about all this like uh, that my projects are like they they could fit into a floppy. Because oh. if I if I zip my whole discography, yeah, it's it fits in a floppy like it's like 2 mega or something like yep. that zipped and uh and this is very portable because uh, like you know if i if i want for example to remix all my albums i can do it any time and just open it and this is also like uh, one of the reasons why i created the the synth guitar in first place because i was uh, I'm a fucking lazy guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, lazy about recording guitar all the time. Like every time recording guitar, two, three times, four takes, uh, and so on, you know, and it takes a lot of time and it's so stressing out. And it was like, I'm tired of this again. Uh, it was the grumpy me coming back. Like I'm getting old. I, I can't do this forever. And, uh, and I was like, okay, let's create some sound that is somehow similar to guitar. Uh, and this is pretty much why I started to create it. And uh, it took a long time because uh, it's not really easy to find the sound that it has that tone uh, that works. Uh, that is also why I'm not changing it too much. Uh, I'm maybe changing a little bit the mix uh, a little bit slightly from the original one, mm. but if you change it too much, it starts to lose the the integrity. It, it gets very complicated. It's it's not so easy. Like a lot of people, I think, is trying right now. And since I started this project, I I heard some people been trying, asking me also advices. I try to give them the advices, but it's um it's a really really difficult balance. But uh, it's not only about that. It's it's, it's the balance of the sound is, of course, it's important. But again, uh, it's the riffing that makes the difference. Mm. Uh, It's uh, it's it's how you make the riffs, and uh, that makes makes a big difference. So um, I don't know. For me now, it's a nomadic because I mean I, I just replicate a project. Usually, I just take the the newest one. And just copy it replicate it. And, it and that's the the big power of this thing is like that it just copy a project make a new project just copy the same settings and I just I'm just ready to go I'm just ready to just write you know yeah. just just put the guitar just put the, the, the drums I already know where the, where everything is and uh, I just don't need to do anything for example you know I, I'm streaming while composing right yeah. I don't know if you, you know that I did yeah yeah Yeah, also this album, I was streaming while doing the whole album. Uh, Of course, not the whole, like a big part of it anyway. Like, let's say 90%, 80% of it. Because then, you know what's fun? It's like uh, composing is very fast process, for me at least. But then it takes so much time to make the details. To, to make the mix and make uh, all the details that you need. And uh, yeah, so, uh, and yeah, but this approach really helps to catch the inspiration. Like I, sometimes I just, uh, when I was streaming, for example, like recording this album and just, uh, maybe I would just wake up one day and uh, just hit the stream button and start. Um, without knowing what I would write and I just write and uh, it's more like it's not like writing it's like reading and writing Mm -hmm. it's like uh, reading in the fabric of reality it's like reading a code that is already written because music is some some kind of mathematics and physics and it's about I think this is my my thought it's like uh, giving the answer to the same question.
0: Yeah.
1: is the answer, every form of art, is the answer to the same question. And it's, uh, it's like the, the question is, is a code. And uh, your, your output as an artist is translating this code uh, with a key and making it into art. And, uh, and this art is resonating in the reality and in the people, and makes the people connect to the the answer to the question. There's some way of uh, giving the answer in a cryptographic way. Uh, It's like if art is the answer to the question, which is the question about reality, about our existence, and uh, it's some way, uh, not like if I'm writing something, but like I'm reading, I'm reading and writing and reading, translating and writing uh, because when I, when I write music, I think this is uh, pretty common to all the artists. I don't think it's just, lim- just me. You don't know where it's coming from. No. Uh, you, you really don't know, like it's just happening. So, so it's not like you are, writing, because writing would be like uh, that you know what you're doing and where it's coming from. And, and then you're writing it, you're creatively, uh, I don't know, interactively writing, but it's not like this. It's more like uh, that you are translating something, that you are reading something that exists already and you are transforming this into music, transforming this into art, visual art, transforming this into thoughts. Transforming it into science, transforming this into uh, words poetry you know i don't know if you understand what i mean like, so poetry, it's just poetry. like it's just like it's not you creating it. it it was there yeah, and you're just reading it yeah you're the uh, you're the vessel if you will yeah it's a, you're a vessel you you' a way to take that that truth and convert it into something that it's not the truth but resonate with that truth right it's like uh, if uh, music is some uh, art in general is a way that's why you know some people relate to some uh, type of art uh, or uh, maybe another type of art or this kind of music or that kind of music because every people uh, can probably uh, uh, probably uh, interact with that type of art and uh, relate more and resonate uh, with with that same answer. I don't know, it's complicated. I think it has to do with quantum mechanics anyway it's uh, you know let quantum entanglement kind of thing like you know if if, if you I guess I studied physics and uh, that really okay that's too much <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway I just wanted to say like uh, that is not like writing for me it's more like reading uh, reading and uh, it, it happens just naturally and I think this is uh, pretty much uh, happening to every artist and uh, and that's that's a very very mysterious kind of thing
0: yes yeah, definitely definitely yeah well i'm gonna let you go because i've got a up here so thank you uh master be record for this chat i really enjoyed it it's very insightful and um yeah no honestly i love the album so everyone go check it out it's a floppy disc overdrive uh out on uh, metal blade right now but you can stream it along the usual lines and all that kind of stuff so um yep go listen to that um but yeah mate thank you very much Thank you. And Thank you um, so much for this. No problem at all. Um, and, uh, yeah, hopefully things will get better over in Italy and uh, we'll get over this and then uh, on to the next big thing, which is getting back together with everyone and, uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I really hope life. so, man. Like, uh, I, I really hope uh, by the time this podcast or radio interview is coming out, things will be better because mm. right now it's uh, it's really it's really bad it's really heavy <laughs> isn't it so yeah yeah yeah. it is well you take it bad. easy
0: um, stay safe yeah. and all that kind of stuff and um, yeah I'm sure we'll cross paths soon um, If once you get once we all get back on track and if you end up coming back over to the UK I'll definitely be going to one of your shows uh, okay in, in or around London that's where I'm kind of based so I really hope yeah. so man
1: cool I really hope so
0: no stay worries. safe yeah you too man have a good rest of your day alright you too thank you bye 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 thank you bye bye